0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First and Orange Podcast, brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined by my cohort Parker Gabriel, and we are previewing the Broncos Week 16 matchup against the Los Angeles Rams this weekend. Christmas Day at SoFi Stadium, a couple 4-10 teams duking it out for... Where else our, would
1: you rather be?
0: Yeah, where else... Yeah. For what we ask because I, I'm not sure about the Rams capital because I know they traded a lot last year do they I mean they've got to be pretty barren right they
1: are well yeah th- this is what I was going to say this is I guess this is a perfectly fine way to lead the show four and ten teams and not even playing for draft position on Christmas day it'll be the Seahawks obviously and Detroit watching this game with great interest because Seattle has Denver's first round pick yeah and the Lions have the Rams first round pick from the Matthew Stafford Jared Goff trade and not only is was Jared Goff playing better than Stafford this year before Stafford got hurt and was put on injured reserve uh, but they also have now uh, the Rams first round pick a la Geno Smith Seattle uh, and Russell Wilson so these guys are the Rams and and the Broncos are really just mirror images of each other in you know bad ways
0: and they're playing for pride. pride 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 a humbling experience as or a humbling season as Sean McVay told local reporters earlier this week again Broncos Rams 4 and 10 And it'll be at 2.30 kickoff on Christmas Day, Denver time. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. Don't miss out on all the action. Get in the game with BetSafe Colorado, the newest sportsbook in Colorado. There's nothing like riding with your favorite team and player all the way to a big win. Get off the sidelines and get in the game with BetSafe Colorado. Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. So we kind of previewed it there in the intro. With uh, you know, the draft picks and what little there is at stake here for these uh home for these teams that we sitting at their homes on the couches come playoff time, but who has had the most disappointing season here? Is it the defending champion Super Bowl Rams, or Russell Wilson the Broncos who were talking Super Bowl aspirations, only to uh, get kicked to the gutter here this year? Injuries, losses, offensive calamities all in there. Who's who's more disappointing? Which fan base should be more
1: irate, Parker? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, both have plenty of uh plenty of wiggle room for on on the mad scale, but um I think if you're looking at it purely from, you know, expectations versus reality, it's probably the Rams. Um they just had the, the whole thing during the Super Bowl parade was run it back, right? Aaron Donald's coming back, Sean mcveigh's coming back. Everybody's coming back. They're going to do it again. And instead, it's been rough right from the start. Whereas, like, with Denver, let us we're not going to, you know, whitewash it here. They, they were expected to be in playoff contention. They've been nowhere near it um, since, whatever, five or six weeks into the year. But I do think there was more unknown about the Broncos coming into the year than the Rams. The flip side of that conversation, though, Kyle, is, like, you know, if Rams fans start to get mad, at least they can just have those sort of warm and fuzzies from February last year. It's a new year. It's... 2022 seasons what matters at this point but at least they won the super bowl last year. yeah i mean so in that sense like it's a bigger fall obviously for the rams but at least they you it's know, easier for to a little stomach, while right? here it might be easier to stomach because yeah of the super bowl.
0: first orange podcast that's parker gabriel kyle newman here in dove valley Another busy, bustling week covering these Denver Broncos. And Russell Wilson held out last week, even though he cleared concussion concussion protocol. But then Nathaniel Hackett said right after the game, after Brett Rippon led him to the dub, that, hey, no, Russell Wilson's going to play this week. What's your thoughts on that, and, and what can we expect from Wilson in his first game back from that concussion he suffered against KC?
1: Yeah, I wasn't surprised uh, that Nathaniel Hackett said that Wilson would play on Christmas Day uh, against the Rams. He wanted to play, obviously, against Arizona after being cleared out of the concussion protocol. It, you know, it's not it's not a joking matter, obviously, when you have a head injury. I thought, as we watched Brett Ripon get sacked six times, uh, a couple of times on untouched rushes by J.J. Watt, it seemed at, in those moments, <laughs> pretty uh, good decision. Yeah, prudent decision to not have have Russell play, even though he cleared out of the concussion protocol. I thought basically once they held him out against Arizona, there were only two options. Knowing on Friday afternoon, as we did, that he had cleared concussion protocol, basically like you shut him down for the season, or you bring him back for Christmas Day in the last three games. It doesn't. I, I can. I totally understand the logic, and and I think you know the Broncos did the prudent thing in holding him out you know, one week after he suffered the concussion, even though he got through the protocol. After that, it's sort of like, are you just going to go week by week with him even though he says he feels fine? I mean, at that, at that point, it's sort of like he's either going to play in the last three or you're going to shut him down for the season. So I'm not surprised he's playing um, against the Rams. And as for expectations, I mean, what you're hoping is that he and the offense can build on not only what, you know, they did together in the second half against Kansas city. uh, But also in some of the things they did well, run the ball, get the ball out quick and all of that with Brett Rippon last week against Arizona.
0: And it should be just an offensive display of elite scheming and talent, right? (laughs) With the Broncos coming in ranked dead last in the league, 15.6 points per game, only bettered by the Rams by just a little bit who they are second to last 16.4 16.4 points per game. So both these offenses have struggled, and obviously the Rams onto Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, who led a game-winning drive in his team debut a few weeks ago. Came back down to earth a little bit in the loss to the Packers on Monday Night Football. So they're rolling out Baker, and Broncos rolling out Russ. And the scouting report I got that even can play. You know, just considering what both quarterbacks have gone right. through this year. And Mayfield obviously had pretty bumpy journey as well as his third team in this calendar season so or calendar year. So, uh, I mean, what do you make of, of that matchup, and, and how do the Broncos put together their first winning streak since September?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think at this point, you know, you're basically – you have to go into it and not think – I mean, this isn't exactly like a great advertisement for the game, but you can't just go in there and take the sort of bombs away approach that at times – they were hoping was going to work for them, you know, earlier in the season. What's the games when they've been at their best is when they they run the football, they establish it, they stick with it, um and then they play action off of it and they get to some of the stuff that they like off of it, you know. They found something in Jerry Judy playing that X spot. They might get Cortland Sutton back this week based on the hamstring. We'll see sort of how his practice week goes uh through the week here. There are things to be cautiously optimistic about with Denver's offense. And at the same time, they've just shown, you know, very little, obviously, in the way of explosiveness this year. They're last in the NFL in scoring, but also consistency. You know, like week to week, quarter to quarter, you never quite know um, when it's just going to be a total drive spell or when they're going to rip off a couple of touchdown drives. And so, to me, it's about consistency and it's about balance um, and if they can achieve those things, you know, I mean, like you said, Kyle, I mean, the Rams are, are bad offensively. They're beat up. I think there's two more guys um, that they ruled out for the season uh, this week in, in their starting center. And then uh, one of their wide receivers, Ben Skoranik. So, you know, it's that time of year. I mean, you can beat, you know, Denver can win this game um, if they sort of stick to what's shown to work at least somewhat offensively.
0: First Orange podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. So you mentioned one of those key injuries, Parker, and that is Cortland Sutton, status of his hamstrings, missed the last couple games with that hamstring injury. And Hackett said they're hoping he'll play you know, on Sunday. Obviously, it's still Wednesday as of the recording of this podcast, so he'll probably be questionable for the, for this game, I would guess. And then, you know, Randy Gregory, they got back. Last week from the knee injury, he suffered in week four, very limited snap count, obviously. But then they lost one, of course, with Draymond Jones recently going on injured reserve season ending with that hip ailment. So Bronco's also still suffering some stumbles in the injury department. Uh, Anything else I can think of beyond that? that i know it's a long list that uh should be on fans radar heading into sunday
1: yeah it is i mean it's going to be interesting to see what happens with denver's offensive line i mean it it sounds like dalton Reisner, the left guard and quinn miners the right guard um miners know, with c- that eye injury yeah with the right. eye injury and then he, and then i was a little surprised he didn't come back i mean you know easy for me to say watching from the press box but man i mean you got to you got to really get poked in the eye um to to have it affect you for the rest of the night so i've i've heard that that's not you know up serious um, it's obviously very painful you know we'll see with him and Dalton Reisner if that's the case you know if they get those two guys back then it's kind of fitting the rest of the group around that it was Billy Turner and Cam Fleming last week obviously they they struggled especially you know minors went out in the first drive so the offensive line is is one to watch and then we'll see if they're going to get anybody else off of of injured reserve I think the only two realistic candidates there would be lloyd cushionberry at some point um and perhaps chase edmonds the running back who got like six touches here or something like that after they got him from uh from miami and before he suffered a high ankle sprain so uh we'll see if either of those guys play but for the most part it's just been you know injuries piling up and we're to the point in the year like with darius phillips reserve corner and special teams guy had a hamstring injury there's just not enough time left in the season um, to really recover from that. So they put them on injured reserve earlier this week so that they could have that roster spot to try to find somebody else um, to at least get a look at over the end of the season.
0: And this is the First Orange podcast previewing Broncos Rams on Christmas Day. Brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. Everyone has a pregame superstition or a pregame ritual. Let Safe Colorado be yours. BetSafe Colorado is the newest sportsbook in the state and the exclusive club for passionate gamers and betters. Download the app to start playing today and visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. So let's close out the show here. One more topic, then we before we get to our predictions, which you know I, I got bitten last week. Did you end up going with? Yeah. The Broncos? No, the I did paper? not. No, I or... did not.
1: I ended up going uh, Arizona in both, on the pod and in print.
0: That's that's a travesty. And Arizona looked terrible. Yeah, they were bad. They, they were, were bad. terrible.
1: And I knew they were bad. I mean, I'd seen enough of them to know they were bad. The Monday night game before they played Denver, they didn't look interested. But I just – Trace
0: McSorley's. he's not going to be around much longer in this league. Um, do you going to predict that? No, well. and
1: Arizona tried to get Jarrett Garantano back uh, for onto their roster – he had been on their practice squad earlier. Then he was on Denver's practice squad. And this week, they they, they sniffed around and tried to get him back. And, and the Broncos signed Garantano to their 53. So that's where uh, that's where the Cardinals are at, quarterback was.
0: So Jarrett's like, yeah,
1: you know. He was getting a roster spot out of it one way or yeah, another. So it, he came out of it good. He got a win in the matchup of the teams he's been with this year. And now he's got a spot on the 53 for the last three weeks.
0: All right. Congrats to Jared Garantano. So uh, one more thing here. Latavius Murray. Coming off a big game, Broncos' first hundred-yard rusher this season, I know, pretty incredible. And Latavius Murray got it done. He's the old Wiley veteran in the room. Is he kept smirking at the number of questions post-game about his age and how he keeps doing this at uh, 32 or three? Yeah, 32. 32. Yeah, however old he is, can he put up another one of those? You know, and, and maybe spark this team down the stretch this week or against the Chargers and Chiefs to close the season.
1: I think he can. I mean, Green Bay ran the ball really well um, against Arizona – or, pardon me, against the Rams uh, just on Monday night earlier this week. It's a short week for the Rams. Obviously, they're not playing for much. I mean – if, if Denver commits to it, I, I think they can run the ball.
0: And, uh, hey, with as much as Brett Rippon got killed, you know, six sacks in the first half and Broncos couldn't pass protect for, for anything, they, they ran the ball they pretty well. Ball. I know yeah. they did. Yeah,
1: 168 yards and two touchdowns was their best rushing output of the year. I think the running backs, uh, Murray and Mack, and then a couple from Devon Azigbo, they averaged five and a half yards carry. Um, so, you know, that that's – I think that you'll see a lot more of Latavius Murray uh, this week. And you know, since he – since the Broncos cut Melvin Gordon in the four games since then, that Latavius Murray's been the starter. He's averaging seventy-six yards a carry, um, and the Denver running backs are averaging four and a half yards a carry in that time. So that that's, you know, is that light in the world on fire? No, but that's that's pretty good production um, in in today's NFL, and that's what that I think that's what what Denver will rely on on, on Christmas Day.
0: First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. CO.betSafe.com. We'll close the show by, as usual, putting our reputations here on the line. And I'll go first coming off a loss uh, last week for myself. Win for the Broncos. Loss for myself. I'm 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 gonna pick the defending champs in this one. Uh, I'm gonna say Tom, uh, Sean McVeigh out schemes, Nathaniel Hackett and Alton and Clint Kubiak and whoever else is drawing up the game plan over here. And I'm going to go Rams and Baker Mayfield, 17, Broncos, 13. Another tough performance. (laughs) They're not breaking – neither team is breaking the 20-point mark, no matter who wins, even if I'm wrong on the Rams. So there we go, safety net on my pick.
1: I think, Kyle, this is probably a fool's errand. Um, I'm going to take Denver. I agree with you. I think it will be ugly. I think it will be low-scoring. I just the combination of you know Baker Mayfield's still only been in LA for a couple of weeks. Um, Denver's defense has been on a turnover binge. I think the game really hinges on whether that continues. They've got eight interceptions in the last three weeks. Now, of course, last week you can say well as against Colt McCoy and Trace McForley, true enough. The week before that it was against Patrick Mahomes. So you know the, the Denver's defense has been getting its hands on the ball. It's been it's been giving the ball back to the offense, and just with where both teams are it's sort of a toss-up game so that those things combined with a gyro evero denver's defensive coordinator obviously very familiar with the rams spent a lot of time on that staff no sean mcveigh and what they want to do i i don't know i i shouldn't probably but i'm taking the broncos um 17 to 16
0: barn burner barn and burn. folks you can read more uh, previewing into this game Broncos at Rams DenverPost.com slash Broncos including some coverage on Evro, as Parker mentioned former Rams assistant have a Sunday read on Greg Dolchich even though he's cooled off a little bit like not really helping my Sunday case when you have two catches for 11 yards well he's going to have a he's big done one, enough this to, one. He's,
1: done he's done enough he's, to done, enough. he's yeah. done enough he's
0: done enough and of course Scattering Report and much more this has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado appreciate you tuning in today's show And until next week, folks, take it easy.